0: They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it.
1: All right, and welcome back Um We haven't heard from Derek yet, but we'll keep a phone line open just in case he's able to break away from all that breaking celebrity news. Although, you know, if he doesn't call on time, he usually doesn't call. So we will just proceed without him. Apparently, there is a Senate ethics uh, investigation now being launched against Senator Lindsey Graham, who they say solicited campaign contributions for a runoff election for the Senate seat in Georgia in 2022 while he was conducting an interview with Fox News in the, in the Russell Senate office building. Throughout the course of the nine-minute interview with Fox, the Ethics Committee determined that Graham personally solicited campaign contributions on behalf of Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker five distinct occasions. The panel came to the conclusion that Graham had improperly conducted campaign activity in a federal building and that his actions had violated the norm that senators may only use public resources for official actions and not for partisan political activity. So, you know, you know Herschel didn't win. Why can't they just let this go? You know, they, they don't want to investigate Hunter Biden and his laptop. But they're going to have an ethics investigation against Lindsey Graham for something that didn't even result in anything, because Walker got defeated by Ralph Warnock. You know, a man who who stands in the pulpit of of all places, Ebenezer Baptist Church, where Martin Luther Doctor Martin Luther King preached. He stands in that pulpit on you know, I guess now whenever he is able to, and uh, and he's pro pro choice. You know. He, he, uh-oh, he's no longer my favorite person, but we'll let him come on. Hello there, Derek, how are you doing?
0: Hi, I'm not only your favorite, I'm your number one kid, <laughs> so don't you forget it. Even when, even when I show up a little bit late, I have faith in that spot.
1: Hey, listen, you even have a coffee mug that says, uh, you know, that you're my favorite, so I, I, have to, I have to agree that you can be anybody's favorite if they get to know you. <laughs> So
0: from your words, from from your mouth to God's
1: ears. From my <laughs> so mouth to Harvey's ears is what you want. <laughs> everything's everything's going all right. You know, obviously there's plenty of celebrity news to talk about, and I thought, well, let me get Derek on first and foremost. Gladys Knight's all ticked off at President Joe Biden. How did Gladys even get into the mix?
0: This is crazy because Gladys actually this week just accepted a, a prestigious award at the White House. Um, so you would think they'd be on good terms. She got, like, the Medal of Art and was there on hand to to receive the award. But we got our hands on a letter that she sent to President Biden, excoriating him for not taking a sit-down meeting with her over what she says is a very vital issue. She runs this company called uh, Ricino Optical. She's a big investor in it. They make— you no know, COVID products, antigen tests, anti-fog you know, gloves, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is an African-American woman-owned minority business, um, and we want to get a government contract. We've got billions of these products in warehouses in Chicago, and you've been ignoring our calls, and we're trying to get a contract here. And then I turn on the news, and here's where she drops the hammer. She says, I see you took a meeting with uh, the South Korean band BTS, but you're, you're too good to take a meeting with... Me, a civil rights legend, a legendary entertainer, and she is upset.
1: Hmm. What was his meeting with uh, BTS all about? I mean, I saw I saw them with the uh, press secretary in the press briefing room, but that I didn't know they actually were with the president.
0: Yeah, you know, apparently she she she's just saying uh, BTS was there. I think in, in terms of just raising the profile of the the White House, they probably had some message, but you know, the White House in the Obama years, which Biden was also present for, would just have celebrities on hand yeah. to sort of, you know, improve their, burnish their public image. You see this all the time. But she's saying, look, I'm a, I'm a celebrity and I've got a real business and I've got a lot of product to uh, move and I deserve a government contract. And she said she calls it a the government contracting process, a, a good old boys network. And Ooh. in some sense, she's right. There can be a chumminess and political favoritism. But remember, Joe Biden's big coalition to get elected was the African-American community. And mm-hmm. she's saying, you should, of all people, look out for us. I've taken many meetings with you, and I deserve a sit-down.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't, can't blame her. Uh, I'm sure he would sit down with Jay-Z. Jay-Z's now worth, what, $2.5 with a B dollars?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. he's the mogul of all moguls, and in the, in the wake of... You know Kanye's net worth going down uh, after all of the anti-Semitic tirades. Now Forbes is saying, "Well, you know who the big big Kahuna is? It's it's Jay Z with a mm-hmm. uh, jaw dropping two point five billion dollars because he mm-hmm. just sold his alcohol brand Doocy, uh Cognac mm-hmm. back to its parent company Bacardi for mm-hmm. about seven hundred fifty million. So you add that to his tally, he and uh, Beyonce are just worth a ton, a ton of money.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, but at least they do something for their money. They run businesses. They make music. I mean, I don't mind when people get rich off of their initiative, you know, so. Uh, oh, absolutely. Jay-Z. Look, Jay-Z,
0: Jay-Z started from the bottom. I mean, yeah. there's there's no doubt that Jay-Z has earned his wealth. There's no nepotism when it comes to Jay-Z. He has built this fortune, so you got to just tip your
1: hat to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, here in the state of Florida, where we work out on a regular basis, and many people working out at uh, public gyms that reopened a year or two ago, apparently not a safe place for Takashi Six Nine.
0: Yeah, so Takashi Six Nine, who's led—it's hard to ever say—he's led a quiet existence. But you know, a couple years ago, he famously, uh, essentially, snitched or ratted out some of his uh, compatriots in a big RICO case, and saved himself some, some time behind bars, but we've now learned that he was at a gym. Uh, this was in Florida at a LA Fitness, and he got a beatdown near the sauna from a bunch of guys, and there's surveillance footage of the guy, uh, of one guy sort of talking on the phone, letting another sort of big, heavyset, tough-looking guy into the gym, uh, and then they just beeline it to the sauna area and unleash this absolute beatdown. We've got pictures of Takashi's face. I mean, he was really, really pummeled Um, with them shouting, you know, snitches are welcome here, essentially. Mm. Now, Takashi is saying, uh, I'm not going to change my behavior. You're not going to scare me. But I don't know about this. I mean, look, when I saw this story, I thought of Whitey Bulger because for years he was the most famous rat there was, and he was never sort of uh, harmed because of it. And then he was. (laughs) And then, you know, when you're least expecting it, when you just try to resume a normal life, I mean, he was in prison, but, you know, he was stabbed to death. And these mm-hmm. uh, the memories are long about these things. Stuff mm-hmm. doesn't always happen immediately, but you can never let your guard down.
1: Right. Well, if you want to talk about a long memory, I will tell you that the person who was responsible for my most memorable NBA moment passed this week, and I, you know, I felt like you. I was so crushed by the passing of Willis Reed that I, you know, I was like, incoherent for an hour um i I wanted to
0: talk to you so much about this i i was distraught and i never got to see him play and i didn't get to live through those Knicks championships but he was the captain of Mm -hmm. of those squads and him running out of the tunnel um to beat the lakers in game seven uh and the lakers had the team with El taylor they had jerry west they had wilt chamberlain yeah and apparently when he walked out of that tunnel all eyes were on him, and it was just such an incredible moment. We actually, Michael Babcock, our sports guy, talked to Bill Bradley, who was also on that team, former oh, yeah. senator, and great Nick Great, um, and he talked about that moment being so indelible, and he said he's never you know, heard the garden like that. MSG well, has I- never sounded like that.
1: Yeah, and I said that on the air because I just lucked out that I was in the garden that night, and, you know, the moment— when they dimmed all the lights, which they never did, and, you know, they do that all the time now in games, I think as a direct result of when they did it in the Knicks, in Madison Square Garden. But when the light came out and he emerged from that tunnel, it was deafening because there was no way they could have possibly won without him. And he was badly injured. But you know it was it was quite a moment, and, and he was just a warrior, a real warrior, his whole career. And of course, you and I yes. are both Nick fans, but that was the last Nick team that deserved fans. To be honest,
0: yeah, just just an incredible guy and sort of an ambassador of the game for so many years. By all accounts, a really a great person and, and one of the one of the NBA legends. And so it's really sad. It's been you know you've been hearing from Clyde Frazier and Bill Bradley. I mean, they they looked up to him, and these are some NBA legends in their own right. So right. Uh, really, really a tough tough
1: week. Well, I can thank uh, Jeff, M- Jeff Morris. He was the one who got me into that game That's time. Right. <laughs> so, he, you know, he had a season's ticket, so it was a pretty memorable night, and I've never had another NBA not- night like that. Well, thanks, Well, Derek. I hope
0: the Knicks do something in the playoffs in, in, uh, in Willis Reed's memory. I, I, I can say they're doing well this year, so hopefully that comes through.
1: Yeah. Are, you, are your kids back in school? Did the strike they end? They are. They're back okay. in school.
0: This, this strike, the three-day strike is over, so Knicks are back right. in school.
1: All right. We'll talk. Thanks. Uh, thanks again. Take care. All right. Take care. All right. Well, that does it for me this week. Uh, I'll be back. My plan is to be back here on Monday at noon if it be his will and he delays his coming. Remember what lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. So wherever you are, just be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Have a pleasant weekend. Try to turn the TV off, you know, and just uh, just chill. See you on Monday.